Welcome to the Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 271 of the Super Speedway podcast, recorded Tuesday, March 21st, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, how's it going this week? Good, man. I was going to come on here and and uh, start the podcast and then say, you know what? I'm out of here and just walk <laughs> out of the room. Right. Peace out. <laughs> yeah. Seems to be a theme of the week, but somebody on DBC. No, I, I I couldn't I couldn't do that to you. Somebody on DBC when they do the call-ins called in and uh, did like the uh, the announcement of the story, you know, with the driver of the blue '92 uh, car. Please, <laughs> you left your car on the front stretch or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> your headlights out. Yeah, oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, yep. at least we'll get, Josh we'll Williams. Get to that. That was at least he gave us something <laughs> positive or something entertaining to talk about from that Xfinity race. But oh god, <laughs> but, but that and uh, that and uh, Parker Kligerman trying to Ricky Bobby his way to first. Yeah, um, was the only other only other uh, exciting thing from Saturday night. I don't but, know. Daniel yeah, Hemrick was... did a pretty good job of trying to clean him out too at the end. So oh yeah, oh well yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, yeah, that was a big hit. Yeah, it was. Hit. Yeah, it was. Uh, getting ahead of ourselves, though, because we got a cup race to talk about first. And uh, old, old Jolo gets it done. Joey Logano breaks the uh, the Chevy stranglehold on the beginning of the season, gets a last lap pass on Brad Keselowski, the king of the super speedways, uh, to get the win. Joey Logano wins his first race of the season, uh, gets himself in the playoffs. And uh, I, I guess... What you th- first of all, he dominated this race. I mean, Joey. Yes. Yeah. Joey led. Well, let's see here. 140 laps. 100, 140. Yeah. Of a 260 lap race. That's that's uh, that's an ass kicking. Um, yes. But uh, but yeah, he outdueled one of the best too. Uh, I think I think snookered him coming off a of turn two on the back stretch. Uh, what do you think yeah. of Logano's move? Yeah, that was. I think he owes Chris Bell maybe a maybe a dinner, yeah. Um, because Chris Bell broke that broke that top line up a little bit, and and Joey, to his credit, um, he had a rocket ship, and when he had some room to make it happen, he he made it happen. Um, man, that was a fun. You know, I hated most of that race, <laughs> to be quite frank. Uh, but watching uh watching Brad and Joey duke it out and and credit to fox too where credit is due letting tj majors and and the other spotters kind of do their thing yeah Uh, i thought was brilliant uh to work on the television side of things but um that was a great like a lot of a lot of drama last 15 laps was just really really good racing it was nice that we didn't wad them all up and we just actually raced for it yeah it was a good finish. We had a, a finish, finish at a super speedway, James, that came down to the finish line. Came down to, t- yeah, I came down to talent and just mono mono battles that, you know, I think, you know, we, we love Atlanta for those last lap passes. And I know it looks a lot different now than it ever has before, but uh, that was still really cool watching Brad try to break through with his new team. I mean, you know, you know where I, where I stand. I, think the world of brad on super speedways yeah. i really wanted to see him break through here um but no no shame in losing to joey logano when he had a piece like that uh all day it was um really tough to really tough to, to do a whole lot out there but but joey seemed to be able to kind of move around and make it happen when he needed to well i want to have this conversation because 
this, this came up a little bit on Denny Hamlin's podcast this week. Um, and it, it's something, you know, we don't talk about very often. We, we've had the conversation on here of, of, you know, greatest current driver right now. Um, we, we've, you know, we've, we've declared, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson, the goat here, you know, we had a pretty good conversation a week or two ago about Kyle Busch and his status. I think Joey Logano is a little underrated with what he's done in that Penske car. I mean, he won three races with Joe Gibbs racing and, and now is, you know, lit the world on fire with this car. I think they said, I think it was on, on Hamlin's podcast. He averages about three wins a year. Um, he's got two championships. I mean, Joey, he's the first ballot hall of famer for sure. With the two championships alone, I think, you know, yep. Joey's often not considered one of those greatest drivers, but I mean, at least the current drivers, he's on the Mount Rushmore. He's got to be right. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, you know, when you're going, if, if you were starting a team, you know, this is that whole conversation, but right. if you were starting a team, um, and you were having a draft with your buddies or something, Joey Logano is a top three pick. Um, he's good everywhere. Drivers. He's good everywhere. You know, he's going to get you in contention and, you know, we learned a lot about who Joey Logano really is at Phoenix last year because he came in there no nonsense all week, had yep. a job to do, and that was to win that championship, and nobody else stood a chance. Yep. Uh, with with the way his mentality, that team was prepared and ready to go, and and we've seen Joey with really good stuff. He's really tough to beat, and and like he was Sunday, he was just. You know, like you said, Eric, he's good everywhere, especially super speedways. He's got a Daytona 500 on his on his resume. He's won yeah. a bunch there as well. He can win anywhere. Um, he's probably, I mean, you know, Kyle Larson. Um, kudos to him all the time. He's, you know, we know he's a wheel man, <laughs> right. all that stuff. But you know, Joey Logano is. It's funny, Eric. God, and Joey Logano having all this success just ages us. I feel like because. Now, I remember him coming in, the 18-year-old kid replacing Smoke in that 20 car, and, and, and it looked like he was overwhelmed for, for a long time. But he has really become one of the elder statesmen now, and, and he's, you know, he's still just a young – he's still young in my book. I mean, he's, he's right. not very old, obviously. He's, he's uh, uh, what is he, 30 now? So, um, you know, he's – Yeah, 32. Uh, well, no, he's actually a little – 32. Yeah, 32 going on 33. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, he's compared to Kyle Busch, he's young. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? exactly. Well, they're both, they're both still young for right. God's sakes. I mean, they're, I mean, golly, man, they're not even in their forties and, and Joey's got a good decade or so to go here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's going to be tough and, you know, for a long time. And, and it's funny to kind of bring this full circle, you know, the reason that he got that second chance was Brad Keselowski getting mm -hmm. him over there and telling Roger Penske, like, listen, I've, I've, I've seen this kid. I've been out there with him. He's the real deal. And uh, he's been the most successful driver that Roger Penske's ever had outside of Brad Keselowski. Um, and, and with the two championships, you can argue he's, he's definitely the, the guy. So um, really cool to see. And, and uh, yeah, I, I don't think this will be his last win of the season for sure. No. He's going to, He's going to continue to find ways to break through 16 years in the cup series. He's had 512 starts, 32 wins, 151 top fives, 260 top tens. Mm -hmm. So more than, more than half the time he's in the top 10. Yep. In his yep. whole career. Uh, yeah. <laughs> always up there, always up there. And he's like, you know, he's always consistently 
you know, uh, in the hunt for the championship, it seems like as well for, for the last 10 years, he's been a pretty, pretty perennial contender. Yeah. Um, and like you said, Eric, and, 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 and Hamlin's podcast too, you know, three wins a year. That's kind of the Kyle Busch formula too. Yep. You know, Kyle Busch is good for three to five. Joey's always somewhere between three and six. And, you know, last year he, he had three wins going into the championship and, and, uh, you know, got that extra one tacked on there for, for the whole thing. So pretty yep. cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, mentioned Brad Keselowski, second place finish. Um, great run for him. Led 47 laps in the day. Really is the only other car that was a major factor in this thing. Um, certainly other drivers led, but um, Keselowski, I mean, you expect him to do well at one of these tracks um, at a super speedway style race, but just, you know, they, they joked on DBC this week that, that TJ Majors said that, you know, his season right now is this year is a hundred points better than last year. Cause this was the race that they got the penalty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, night and day from last season, I mean, Brad wasn't even in the conversation really last year, um, no, especially once no. he got the penalty. And now, I mean, here he is clicking off. I mean, you know, this is a tough one to lose for him because he's not going to have the opportunities that Joey Logano has this year, probably for wins, but, uh, but still a strong performance for Brad. Nice second well, place you, finish. You, know, you say that, Eric, but to to maybe push back on that just a little bit, um, the, uh, the stat that they were throwing out there after the race that Brad Kozlowski is the only driver that's true to lead every race this season, that surprised me. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize that that he's been consistently up front. Now he doesn't have some of the finishes, and he's had, you know, and and to go back to your point. Yeah, there, there's something there. Obviously, they're much, much better than they were last year. Uh, but there's just that top end. He's just not quite there yet. But, you know, Brad said after the race, um, super proud of his team. And, and he has every right to be. That team was really struggling the first two-thirds of the yeah. season last year. But then, you know, he probably should have won Bristol. Chris Buescher ended up doing it for him. Um, had a couple of good runs, started to put some stuff together, and it's definitely carried over to this year. He's been um, just a man on a mission. He's fifth in points right now. Um, you know, his average finish last year was, gee, I mean, it was over 19th. He's up to 13.2 this year. Um, and like I said, he's led every race so far this year. He's led in every race. I mean, that's, you know, if you're up front, Eric, good things are going to happen to you. So if he's consistently up there, um, you know, even if he doesn't have the speed, maybe he'll get a break here, go his way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. We talked about Joey Logano having, what was it, Eric, 32 career wins. Right. Um, you know, Brad is in that 39, age 39 season here with, with 35 right. career wins, just to kind of give you a, kind of a, a bar of where these guys are at all time. But, um, yeah, it's going to be cool. I, you know, I really hope, I'm really hoping he has a breakthrough and I, and I'd look out at Talladega. I think he's going to be dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be scary at Talladega. Um, definitely a, a good race for him uh, to mm -hmm. look forward to. Um, we had uh, we had really two major wrecks in this race, uh, which was such a, a, a breath of fresh air from the day before. Um, five caution flags, including the two stage breaks, 34 laps under caution. Uh, first wreck of the day, Chastain uh, behind Harvick, spins Harvick on the back stretch. Uh, look at the replay. Doesn't look like they touched. It just was air. Um, yep. do you think, uh, you think old Harv is going to have something for Chastain and you think he just, it's just super speedway racing and no biggie. I think Kevin's smart enough to know when to pick his battles. I think he's I smart think enough. He... No, not to know, not to announce it. 
Yeah, I would just leave Raw. Well, that's yeah. We'll talk about that probably too. Right. Uh, but um, yeah, he. I mean, Ross, pocket of air, bumped him, whatever. Yeah. I mean, he's just Ross. He's aggressive, so yeah. it is what it is. Uh, everybody was a little bit aggressive at some points of the race, but Ross definitely finds his ways. Uh, to, and he he ruffled Bowman's feathers at the end of the race too. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so uh, yeah, he's just you know he's gonna do his thing. Um, and that's fine. But yeah, Harvick. I mean, that's really nobody's fault. That's just the that's just circumstance of what this racing is. Yeah. Here. Uh, this car, really man, it just, you were either locked in or around like yeah. there's, and we saw it in, in qualifying when we had a couple spins in qualifying too. As soon as this sucker goes, it's gone. Well, and you, you think too, Eric, that's a great point because these cars are so stuck to the track. A lot of the times, um, you know, 99% of the laps that these guys are running, they're, they're pretty stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when, when you do feel that lack of stability it's gotta be it's gotta be hard to, yeah. to grapple with that when you're you know so used to to driving a certain way and then things kind of change on you in a quick hurry yeah definitely um of course that wreck took out some big contenders that killed my fantasy with uh william byron getting caught up in it um and then yep. of course we had the second wreck which was uh eric almarola again unfortunately for him uh cuts down tire in front only tire problem we saw all weekend uh, cuts down the right rear, spins out in front of the field, and takes a few more with him. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I took out Larson in that yeah. one, who was having a really good run. Yeah, yeah, Larson. Larson actually was running well at a super speedway race. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Poor guy. He's <laughs> he's had between the late cautions and that crash. He's and, well, and then the penalty. Right, uh, we'll talk about too. Yeah, um, he's having a hell of a he's having a hell of a start to his his twenty twenty three, and and yet. Uh, I don't feel like he's that far off from, from being, uh, probably the best car in the series so right? far this year. Like he's, he's like right there, but he's what 40th in points or something. So a little tougher to um, find the hauler yeah. in the garage right now because it's parked in a different spot than normal. But when you're part, well, when you're in the freaking parking lot, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're out with us, man. And the common right? folk, I know they, they keep, they can't be any worse. I know when we get to so... Martinsville, they might not even let them park in the infield. They might have to park out in the parking lot. Well, th- thankfully, uh, Byron's got a couple of wins to keep them somewhere. <laughs> well, that and well, yeah, that and, and Chase Elliott, I guess, is starting to starting to free fall now because of, right. you know not racing. But yeah, but yeah, Byron having a couple of wins probably saves him from being in the parking lot with us. So, <laughs> uh, um, the only other, I mean, the big story of the weekend was the uh, the pit road entry off of turn three. We talked about it last week. Um, really, we only saw a couple speeding penalties. Really, wasn't an issue all day. Uh, could have been because if we would have had a caution during those green flag pit stops, um, mm-hmm. that would have been a mess. We'd have had, you know, could have had at one point the whole field down, uh, you know, a lap once they take the wave around. So, um, any thoughts on that, James? I mean, I don't think there's anything else you can do differently there. I really don't think it's you can't really pit, tough, pit yeah. coming off a of turn four there. We had trouble on pit road as it was. Yeah, you got to give these guys so much room, and it's just—it's not like Daytona and Talladega where you have basically a, a runway, yeah. you know, where you could land an airplane and, and put that thing on pit road. It's 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 tight, it's it's compact, so you can't do much with it. So I like the addition of the turn three, but god dang, that that is the longest pit road, um, and and you can't put a wall there either. No, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing them in. have a different speed limit over there, but then that just complicates things and creates more issues. So yeah, I don't I would, know. Yeah, that's that's I, I thought about that, too. Like, can you space out the timing lines more or something? Yeah. Right. 
Uh, but then you, these guys, you, you give these guys something, <laughs> right. a variance of something, they're all going to speed and, and it's going to be shenanigans. So like you said, it worked out in the long run. You know, we had even Blaney had the speeding penalty and still was able to come back and, you know, yeah, he was down three laps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still finishes seventh on a lead lap. Gosh, so, yeah. I mean, so I guess there's, there's not too much to complain about there. Um, what did you think? And we're going to talk obviously about the Xfinity and truck series, so maybe we should hold this conversation, but what did, I guess from the cup standpoint, what did you think of the race? And you, you kind of implied you didn't mm. like most of this race, James. Yeah, it, this is still hard for me. And I, I'm, I, I'm trying to, I mean, it, you know, we're, this is, this is what Atlanta is going to be. And, you know, I listened to Jeff. Is it what it's going to be though? I really, well, for I now. think we're going to lose it. I think it's going to yeah, go we away quick. Yep, I was exactly. And that's what I was just going to, just, just going to say, if you listen to the teardown this week, Jeff and Jordan talked about it and, and uh, Jeff made a great point that, you know, every time we come to this track, it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little bit more of what it's going to become. And it's probably going to take maybe three or four years yet to get there. But um, it still looked a lot more like last year than I, expe- I guess I expected, uh, that, that top line, there's really only one move you can make Eric, and that's to ride the top with the line and then jump down to the bottom to make the pass. Cause yeah. that bottom line just didn't seem to go a whole lot. Now the end of the race, things got a little bit squirrely when, uh, bell kind of pulled out there and, and bogged everything up, allowing Joey to make some, some extra moves, but you know, that's where your drivers got to be able to capitalize. But yeah, I, you're right, Eric. It's going to, it's going to evolve. And I would even say a year or two from now, maybe the package, the rules package changes going into this race. And it's going to look a little bit different. Yeah. I would say that this race probably would have looked different than last year's if it would have been warmer. Um, I think the fact that it was that's colder, I think yeah. they lost grip with the track, but I think that because it was colder, they, the grip increased and it kind of was a net yeah. net zero. Yeah. Um, I will say James that, you know, I, I personally really like this. I I'm a super speedway fan though, so that's part of it. And to 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 condense that super speedway down to a mile and a half is awesome to me. Uh, this is to the point where like I can't get credentials for this race, and I am very very strongly considering taking the family to this race and and sit, <laughs> sitting in the stands like the common folk uh, to watch <laughs> one of these things before this track goes away from the super speedway style package. So yeah. of course in the summer it's going to be hot. But it's also going to be a night race, so it hopefully will still maintain some of this. So um, Eric, I don't know. There's a pretty good chance I'll be at Atlanta this year. So, so to, to throw a question to you then, yeah, uh, do you think? And I'm I'm stealing this from the teardown. If you if you listen, to I that, have not uh, listened to it, so this is coming okay. right fresh at. So me. yeah, I, I'm stealing this question from from the teardown a, a little bit. Okay. I, I'm going to put my own spin on it. Uh, so did Atlanta? thinking thinking ahead and mm-hmm. we don't know what Atlanta is going to look like in five years right but did Atlanta rush to make this Frankenstein racetrack a little too soon or do you think there's a way for us to continue to have super speedway style racing here what do you think I personally think that with the package we have with this car that they can tweak it to keep some semblance of the super speed okay I think they can tweak it to keep pack racing. Is it going to be super Mm -hmm. speedway racing? And I've got air quotes going on right now. Is it going to be a mini Daytona or Talladega? I don't think so. I think we're already going away from that. Um, But I think it'll still keep the pack racing, which is, this is exactly, I mean, this is what NASCAR tried to do with the 550 package, you know, three years ago. And and they've just, they finally succeeded at it. Um, Atlanta's got the extra banking, which helps it. 
Um, and right now it has the grip, but I think that banking and being able to tweak the horsepower, I think will keep it. I mean, I think as long as they continue to run this 510 horsepower package, at least in the mm-hmm. cup cars, it's not going to change that much. Um, yeah. And I mean, really look at it, but they couldn't run side by side the whole race. They certainly couldn't run three wide right. the whole race. Mostly it was a lot of single file racing, which is what super speedway racing is becoming because all these guys got smart mm-hmm. and realized you don't have to race to the third stage. You know, right. you race for two laps before the end of each stage. And otherwise you just ride and you don't wreck. And then you have a chance at the end, you know, if you wreck early, yeah. what the hell's the point? So yeah. it back, yeah, when, and I, and back I like before them. when we didn't know when the cautions were going to come, you had to race cause you had to put yourself in position. But now we know that that second caution is there. You're never going to yep. race hard before that because you don't need to. Right. And, and I think as well, you know, just to add to that, um, you know, I, I feel like Daytona and Talladega, I, I don't know what it is about Atlanta just being a tighter space and, and maybe it just, it's jet fighters it, in a gymnasium, James. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's tough because I, you know, you're so used to Daytona and, and Daytona is not a wide place, but they have a lot of room to work and Talladega is the same way. And, you know, maybe Atlanta is just going to be Atlanta and it won't, yeah. we, maybe we won't even classify it as a super speedway race down the road. It'll just be something that's completely different. You know, part, part of me is, is curious to see, to maybe what, see what Atlanta could have been with the new car, with what the old surface was, but you know, you know, this Eric, they had to they, that place needed to pave. Yeah, it couldn't go on anymore. So to to blow it up and make it something new, I can't fault them for trying. And and you know I know we're a year into this now, three races into this. Um, it's it's gonna be what it's gonna be here, and it's gonna continue to evolve. And I I think that's fine. Um, you know what mile and a half racing was before next gen, and what it is now, <laughs> it makes me makes me kind of yearn for what it could have been but yeah that's, that's okay that's okay it's you know what i mean it's but you I'm, know i'm not you know what i'm not we, devastated or anything we the fans spoke and they said they did not like cookie cutters so right. the fact that, that they made correct. this track different has made it not a cookie cutter anymore it doesn't look like texas anymore it doesn't look like charlotte anymore it is its right. own beast yep. and that's good you know texas has its own thing unfortunately what texas did doesn't work um, this yeah. works to an extent. Charlotte works. We, we proved that last year in the 600. Yep. Um, so now let's work on Texas. Let's not make Texas Atlanta. Let's figure out a package that works at Texas. That's different from the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like the fact that it's different. It's something different. And yes, it's being lumped into those, into the super speedway style race. And yes, it's a super speedway style race, but it's different too. And so I think it's mm-hmm. different enough to where it works. And James, I'm telling you, I, like I said, I, I want to go to this race. Now, part of the reason I want to go this year is because I am afraid that this is going to wear off and it's not going to be quite the same. And I want to see this package in person before it isn't happening anymore. So, um, so that, but I, Hey, you know, they had James, when was the last time you saw a crowd like that at Atlanta? And cool, huh? And it was cold as hell, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, um, it was cold enough that Bear Bond you know, wouldn't stick to the cars. I mean, yeah. You know, being from Michigan, you you people in the South, if there's anybody <laughs> listening to this from the South, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you all are you guys are soft, man. It was y'all cold and windy. 
Hey, I avoided it's the St. Patrick's Day here every day. I avoided the St. Patrick's Day parade on Sunday here in Michigan for the same reason. Oh, I didn't. I know uh, you went and I, ran. Well, I, I avoided. I avoided the parade, but <laughs> I, I raced. I raced in that weather, and it was. Well, it trust was me. Not, if I uh, if I'd have ran, I wouldn't have been cold race. either. I'd have been dead, but I wouldn't have been cold. <laughs> you, Maybe you I'd have been really cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cold and in the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I. I, you know, um, Brandon Crowd from the Lap Traffic Podcast uh, posted the question on his uh, social media, uh, what people thought of the Atlanta, the new Atlanta, and I, I responded and actually was surprised by some of the other responses because a lot of them were similar. Uh, I felt like I was in the minority responding the way I did, but I really, really, really like this. I think it's night and day better than what the old Atlanta was, in my opinion. I get, mm-hmm. I get the old style of racing that we had there and how great that is for a driver but unfortunately nine times out of ten what's great for the driver is not good for the fan and i like this package a lot better and like i said atlanta was never on my list as a track to go to but it is now yeah so yeah you know i and i think too in the in the social media age that we're in uh, you know what what happens on social media every time we go to a track right is there's the historical races that you see Yep, and you only see, you only see the really really good stuff. Yeah, and and let me let me tell you what I saw from Atlanta. It wasn't a, it wasn't no cot era car. I'll mm. tell you that, and it wasn't no Gen Six either. It was all Twisted Sister era. Yeah, it's, so it's that Carl Edwards it's, win. It's the it's the it's Johnson Earnhardt Harvick. Yep, yep all those guys. So yep. yeah, it's uh, y- you know what I mean. It's it's there's nostalgia there, but it's. You know, from nostalgia from when I was a kid yeah. watching these races, not what it is the last few years. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, it's There is part of me that really does feel like we've gone the wrong direction, but we can't go back to the Twisted Sister. It wasn't a safe car. Um, mm-hmm. And we also... God, God I miss it. <laughs> I know. But we can't unlearn the stuff we've learned since it, too. Oh yeah, we can't go back. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's it's the you, same thing with you couldn't run a race without a splitter anymore. They 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 just those those cars with the coil binding. That's why that's why certain teams were good back then because they figured out coil binding. Now everybody knows coil mm-hmm. binding. Those cars are gonna be glued to the track just like the cars now, and you're yep. gonna have the same aero issues. And and that's the same. It's not, this isn't a NASCAR thing. All yeah, all sports are changed now. Yeah. The NBA looks completely different. Right? Baseball, I mean, baseball's got their pitch clock. Once that once that happens this year, you're not going backwards. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that already, too. I don't care about yeah, baseball that much, but I'm a little worried I. about no, that. No. <laughs> I I said to somebody today if uh, they said they said uh, you think Americans would care about baseball more if they let uh, if they let uh, people be themselves in the stands? And I said, you know what, <laughs> baseball could go away forever, and I wouldn't even know the difference. So. Yeah. Right. So, so it's kind of where I am with baseball at this point. <laughs> but I, I you know, I, I just tried to make the point that everything has changed, Eric, because of yeah. all the data that we have. We've learned so much and and more so in motorsports, I think, than anything where it's it's so vital uh, for, for speed and performance that you just you're right. We know everything. We, we know everything we're going to know. Yeah. Um, and, and it's only going to you just you can't turn back the clock on technology. No. Um, even if you try, you're gonna. There's gonna be other things that take away from it. So. Yep. We can't. You're not gonna get the old days back. So let's just keep working on what we got. But boy, were they fun. Yeah. Oh, were they fun. Yeah, but you know what? We were raving last year about this car. So let's uh, let's hold out. I'm and, still good with the. Yeah, yeah. I'm still we've good with the we've car. had some iffy races this season, but we'll it'll get back to good. We'll, we'll I mean, I have my I have my problems with the car, but I 
you know, I'm I'm pretty much past most of them. Yeah. Uh, you know, move the move the number back. Let's and, not forget there were plenty um, of snoozers back then. Yeah, I know you and your number. Oh crap! Me and my number, and and uh, I have a I have a thing for the mufflers too, because that that came out a little bit this week uh, as well. Oh my uh, god! That, uh, Stop it! Yeah, I know. Isn't it bad? I'm uh, I'm terrible. It's not terrible. NASCAR's fault. It's my so, fault. So I, I just can't get over myself. Here's the thing: you want me to say something that's going to go for tick it, you off. So go for it, man. It's not in the notes, but last week they announced that Kevin Harvick is going to run his 29 scheme. Again for the all star. I did race. sneak it into. The, I did sneak. Did it you? Into the is it in there? Okay, good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see it. I see I just, it. You hide silent it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, we'll talk about it now because James, you know what? I didn't notice. I didn't notice that the numbers were pushed forward. <laughs> didn't even care. Oh, I did. I didn't even care. <laughs> I can't get. Didn't past even bother it. me, man. I, can't. <laughs> uh, I just can't. I just can't get past it. Didn't even bother I, me. I. They Eric, look I, if, weird if, in the I, right I, spot now. I don't think so. I don't think so. I sit there and I, I, I watch a, I, I watch really... race footage like when you, they do stuff and I see the number in the old spot and it's like, oh god, that's old. You know? <laughs> Doesn't that look old? <laughs> well, you know some of the teams, so some of the clever, the cleverer of the teams, the cleverest of the teams, uh they make their numbers really really big. So that's Yeah. That's the ones I don't notice as much, but I, I still I I'm never not going to struggle with it, I don't think. I've made it this far. I might as well See, die on this hill. I would be you know? right with you if they'd have put it on the rear quarter panel, but because they put just moved it up, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna be the last man standing on this hill and it'll be on fire and I'll be like, <laughs> nope, nope, I'm planning. You and Dale Jr., man. You and Dale Jr., that's it. Well, at least you know what? At least Dale Jr.'s on my side. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna be on somebody's side, that's a good one to be on. Yeah, I'll take his side. If if Dale Jr. can't get the numbers moved back, James, nobody can. So Ugh, he got he's, he's got Will he, Wilkesboro's back because of Dale Jr. Come on. I know he's he's trying his hardest. Good job. <sighs> um, so let's we put it off long enough. Let's talk about the monstrosity that was the NASCAR Xfinity Series race oh, on Jesus. Saturday. Um, I guess first of all, before we get into the bad, uh, Austin Hill leads 103 laps of 163. Uh, when you account for the fact that 67 laps were run under caution in this race, uh, that's a pretty good percentage of laps that he led in this mm -hmm. thing. Um. And uh, once again, gets the win. Um, you know, you could argue that he's a, a magnificent super speedway racer, but right now he's just kind of at the top of everything in the Xfinity series. Mm -hmm. um, quite a win for him, for sure. Yep, he seems to be the next guy here. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's funny that we, the way you said that because I'm I'm right with you. He's yep. he's the guy. He's going to now dominate a bunch of races. He's going to win a bunch this season. He's going to be in the running for the championship, and he'll be the next one to move up. Mm -hmm. Yep, he's uh, he's yep, he's tapped for. I don't know where he'll go yet. There, right. it's 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 pretty, you know, Eric. We, it's getting really tight, mm -hmm. um, at the, in the Cup Series. It seems like it's always tight. The Cup. There's always room for somebody. Yeah. Um, I just don't know where <laughs> for him. But yeah. Well, but I mean, yeah. there's there's a Ford opening that's going to open up that will probably well, maybe open something up somewhere else. So. Well, there there's one driver we should have mentioned him, and I shame shame on us. Um there's another driver that might be in that Ford opening that finished fourth on Sunday. Who's I think who's making a real run for a top seat. And that that's Corey LaJoy. You think, you think he's in talks for that car? I, huh? I think Corey LaJoy is going to, if, if this continues, yeah, I can't him, believe I didn't mention him by the way. He, well, he'd come he, up with my picks because he was, he my did. Pick, oh yeah. But. He's uh, I'm telling you what, man, I I've said some stuff about Corey LaJoy in the past that I've, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to have, the receipts he burn. ran the smartest race on sunday that i've ever seen because i watched him all day because he was my pick 
And I'm watching him lose points in the first two stages because he wasn't up front, but he just slowly moved his way up. And when it mattered, he was right freaking there. He did the same damn thing he did there last year. Yep. And it it paid off for him, and he he had a really solid day. Eric, he's – that was his first top five of the season. First top ten. But he's – I believe it was his best – finish ever too right eric he's last year was his best average finish in a cup series season and he's eight spots better than that that's incredible <laughs> yeah that's incredible yeah we, we were gloating about how well how, how improved brad is that's the same freaking improvement that's true he's, he has done a fantastic job I, not to not to spoil what we're talking about here on saturday. no it's There's okay not, i'm glad you mentioned it there ain't not much to say on about saturday no. so but yeah we we uh we got off on a tangent and we definitely need to Shout out Corey LaJoy for a job well done, man. He's he's having a great start to his season. I really hope he can keep it up. He's he's running very well. And I, I think, you know, I think this is a nice audition for something. I don't yeah. know if it's that four car or not, but he's going to he's he's making man. People I'd are going to have to make a decision on him. I'd love you know? to see him get an opportunity to ride like that. He's just smart. Like you, you nailed it. Smart. Just a smart race all day. Stayed out yep. of trouble. Avoided the big one. And boom, there he was when yep. it mattered most. Had a chance. Yep. Um, speaking of smart, let's talk the opposite of that for Xfinity. So, oh my God. uh, we'll start with the, with the, with the wrecks because that's really the story. And that kind of leads to, uh, the, the ma- big story from the race. Um, so again, 67 of 163 laps, uh, run under caution. Uh, the second caution in the race per Fox lasted more than 20 minutes. Ugh. I don't know what the hell was going on on Saturday. If we only had half of the track workers working or what, but it took freaking forever in both races to, to get the race restarted. And then we'd run one lap and somebody would wreck or worse yet. Somebody who was in a previous wreck would lose a big chunk of bear bond mm-hmm. coming off of pit road while still under caution. NASCAR would not throw the caution instead, start the race and then throw the caution the next lap for the bear bond laying on the track. And that's Josh Williams. And then NASCAR <laughs> makes the decision to park Josh Williams for basically extending the, the absolute crap show that was already occurring. And uh, Josh decides with one to go that he's going to park on the front stretch and get out of his car <laughs> and walk across the infield towards pit road. And, and I saw him turn around and, and put the hand up towards the tower. And I thought he was going full willpower and giving the bird. Uh, but he was just giving a peace sign, waving at the flag stand, and uh, headed on in. gave the uh, gave the the heart symbol on uh, on pit road, and got He's to sit in the NASCAR hauler for an hour and a half while the race finished. <laughs> He's the real life Danny McBride. Yeah, unbelievable man. And just... as as a result of being sat for this weekend's race, he also gets to sit next weekend's race. NASCAR suspended him for another week. Yep. Um, okay, so let's let's break down the Josh Williams situation, James. Well, this this first is of all, as, I, as I tweeted. This was the Josh Williams race. <laughs> yeah. Forever will be known as the Josh Williams race. Yeah. Um, I let's let's start first. Uh, NASCAR's rule book says they can park him. Did NASCAR do the right thing in parking him? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Okay. I, here's a question. I I know. You know where I'm I, going, Chase Elliott. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Does Chase Elliott get parked? Hell no. Absolutely not. And who does it matter more for Josh Williams or Chase Elliott? (laughs) Uh, Well, Josh Williams. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I know it's in the rule book, Josh. And they talked about this on DBC because Josh was on DBC this week. Um, He was the victim of NASCAR. He was the in the Vic. He was the victim of 
NASCAR going out of its window during the first stage of a three-stage race. Yep. And I I will say, when they announced on TV that they were parking him, I went, yes, thank God, because this is stupid that <laughs> he just brought on another caution with a car that you knew wasn't going to stay together. Yeah. But then as he parked and did his thing, I'm like, you know what? He's not wrong to be pissed off. Yeah. He's not wrong. I don't yeah, I, I don't blame him for being upset. I don't blame him for doing what he did. He did say on DBC oh, that I don't blame him either. He, no. he he did say on DBC that what he, he was coming down the front stretch and he kind of just parked there to wait for a decision and then decided at that point to just get out of the car and walk across. So it wasn't like, hey, I'm gonna be an asshole. I'm it was more of a just kind of worked out that way and and then he decided to walk across. But so Kyle Bush did this at Darlington a couple last year or two years ago. Um, except he did it on pit road. He didn't get suspended for a week for it. Yep. You know, so yep. I don't know. Um, I do think that NASCAR, let's put it this way. I knew NASCAR was going to suspend him. Oh, he knew. <laughs> he yeah. knew. He yeah. knew. I knew he was sitting for a week. There's no way Harvick's done something like this in the past in the truck series. And he had to sit for the cup race. So the, uh, all of these drivers <clears throat> looking for any sort of sympathy and not, not that Josh Williams is, I don't think he right. is. But if any driver thinks they're going to get sympathy for <laughs> doing what they do against NASCAR, you're not going to get it, and I'm not going to feel bad for you that you have to sit. However, I freaking love the whole yeah. situation. Because here's here's the thing that NASCAR's – Eric, everybody's against NASCAR in this situation. <laughs> and the reason is, is something that you and I talk about from time to time, all the time. It is – the lack of freaking consistency, which yep. you nailed at the start of this, at the whole start of this segment, you talked, you brought up Chase Elliott, perfect point. You don't have to go any farther. Yeah, it is a lack of consistency all the time. And Josh Williams, did he do anything wrong before he parked his car? No. Could he have kept racing? Sure. Um, but I, <laughs> it's so funny. Like he's just, you know what? Good. Here you go. Peace out. This is a better deal for him now. Yeah. Than, oh yeah. Than racing next week. Well, they were talking on DBC that about the millions of dollars worth of exposure that he's gotten from this for his sponsor. Oh yeah. Yeah. He went viral. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was on ESPN, you know? <laughs> yeah. So if I'm getting a text from my brother who pays no attention to any of this, that Josh Williams is his new favorite driver. I, you know, he broke through somehow. Yeah. So um, pretty cool. If there was any, any dummy in this whole situation, it's the guy who's already in trouble with NASCAR tweeting that he's going to pay Josh Williams fine. And Denny <laughs> Hamlin, I mean, this yeah. had nothing to do with Denny whatsoever. Why? I mean, I get, I know Denny's doing Denny things, but shut up, Denny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Denny's uh, Denny seems to be fed up. And I think, uh, I think that that fed upness goes both ways. Yeah. I think they're all, I think both sides are pretty sick of each well, other. Well, and right I now. think, I think a fed up Denny is way better than a comp or, you know, content Denny anyway. So yeah, I'll take and, the entertainment. You know what I'll say really quick too. I, I like Mike Davis a lot and I like everything that they're doing over there. They've built one hell of a network. Um, but you're not fooling me by saying how that's important that drivers are allowed to speak their minds on, on open microphones. It's right. That's service to what you're doing over there. I, I'm not fooled my man. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. Uh, sorry. It, it, well, what, what, what was Kyle Bush's line? Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Just keep your mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do that when you signed a, a deal for a podcast and, right. and, uh, and, and Mike's position, you run that podcast network. Uh, 
you're going to want your drivers that are on there to talk. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> We're going to talk about that some more. Sorry. I know. I, it's all I good. It's all good. This whole thing's a mess anyway, because this race was a mess. Uh, but it was coming off of another mess because the truck series race was pretty ridiculous as well. Again, long cautions, lots of wrecks. Uh, but Christian Eckes gets the win uh, in the 19 truck, beats Nick Sanchez uh, to take the victory. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, good finish, I guess. Um, but otherwise, another cluster, pretty much. Yeah, it was a cluster. Yep. I, you, you I had a bunch nothing. you had tr- had cars and trucks that were hard to drive and a bunch of guys that just didn't care to you know nope. try to drive them nope and you're gonna get that in these series from time to time yep um justin augar said in the xfinity race that it was a it was an embarrassment to the sport um yeah. i disagree that the track is the embarrassment to the sport but i do agree that the drivers were an embarrassment to the sport on saturday yeah, it wasn't was not pretty all the way around <laughs> um there's not i mean uh, when i'm going there's too many crashes let's stop this let's get some green flag going yeah that tells you that it's too much yep <laughs> Yeah, but hey, our favorite truck series driver Haley Deegan snuck up to twelfth place. Yeah, after that whole situation. Good for her. So that's that's good. Good for that's her. Good, that's definitely a good showing. So everybody else wrecks, but she manages to keep it clean. Good job, she Haley did. Deegan. She kept it. She did. That's a heck of a day. And her brother created all kinds of controversy in the Supercross race that night. So oh, Eric, took out his teammate. Did you see that? Uh no, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, I, Hayden Hayden wrecked his teammate in the heat race. Oh, no. His teammate went to the last chance race and crashed in that and didn't make the main event because Hayden Deegan wrecked him in the heat race. So great. Yeah. Sounds like the Deegans are going to be a part of your life for the next few years here. Oh yeah. Well, and then, and then Hayden was asked about it in the press conference afterwards and basically said, I don't, I, I don't care. I was racing for the win. Oh, so he's, uh, he's Ty Gibbs, eh? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty okay. much. Good. But Hey, he's a he's fan favorite, man. Everybody loves him. So well, he's got that name. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it was good stuff. It was a good good day of controversy on Saturday. Great, <laughs> we we like that around here. Yeah. Uh, anything else with Atlanta before we move on to the news? Um, no. I I mean, <laughs> we talked about the Cup Series race yeah. and Josh Williams. I think we're good. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's talk some news. Basically, we're going to go back in the past because we're going to talk about stuff we would have talked about last week had we not recorded on Tuesday when the penalties were announced on Wednesday. Um, but we'll rehash. Uh, Denny Hamlin fined fifty thousand dollars and twenty-five owner and drivers points um, as a result of his admitting to uh, wrecking Ross Chastain on purpose on his podcast. Um, he originally said he was not going to appeal the penalty. Now he says he will. He explained it more in his podcast this week that um, basically he laid it out to Joe Gibbs and said, "Listen, this is these are the reasons why I'm not wrong in what I did." And Joe said you do what you want to do. And uh, Denny would not say what those things are because he doesn't want to uh, give the evidence to the prosecution too quickly. He said, ah, good. <laughs> so, well, so, so we'll find out, ca- we'll find out after the appeal. So he is capable of not saying something, <laughs> right? He is capable That's of keeping good. his mouth shut. Yeah. Um, so my feelings, I don't remember what I said last week on this, but my feelings have changed a little bit on this, James. And my, I guess the biggest issue for me, first of all, there are a lot of examples of times when drivers have done things similar to this and not been penalized. Um, even in so far as admitting to it. And the best example of that is Joey Logano and William Byron last year at Darlington in the spring. Yep. Um, Cause is Joey didn't say he wrecked him on purpose, but he said that you don't put me in the wall and get away with it basically. So yes, yes. He said he did it on purpose and everybody yep. knew he did it on purpose. Yep. 
The biggest issue I have is that he didn't wreck Ross Chastain. He ran him into the wall. That's yeah. This sort of stuff happens all the time. And I just feel like this is just over policing. Yep. And I get that NASCAR has to draw the line somewhere, but I really think they're opening a can of worms up on this thing. And James, I think that Denny wins this appeal. He probably does. The only thing I I think he might, that might stop him is he says he took his hands off the wheel, right? That's how he phrased it. That's the only thing I think that might come back to really bite him in the butt. Um, Does he, he, might, he, have, he had a driver's eye camera, didn't he? I think so. They, should, they both they had in-car cameras. I don't remember if he had driver's eye. should be able eye. to know if he actually did it or not. Yeah, well, Denny's got the evidence. He'll tell you all about yeah. it. Right. He's, <laughs> Denny, and th- this is the thing, too. Denny doesn't say any of that not knowing that he's going to get fine. He knows oh, he's yeah. fine. The thing is, is the what it comes down to in the end is that Denny didn't get fined because he wrecked Ross Chastain. Denny got fined because he bragged about it. That's right. Yep. And in that case, no, I don't want the drivers to lie, um, but they've done it for 75 years. The NASCAR has been in existence. They've done it for 75 years, James. Yeah. Yep. So I I don't expect that to change. What Denny and NASCAR are doing right now is just a piss. Sorry. Pissing contest. (laughs) Yeah. It's who can go for who can go farther. And Denny, then he went a little farther and now NASCAR's like, no, oh no, you don't. Watch yep. this. And that's all that's what it's that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Over over something so stupid. <laughs> but again He didn't even succeed. I know. <laughs> what a dummy. So that's why it's just the dumbest the, the dumbest <laughs> air quotes rivalry in the sport <sighs> right now. It's so dumb. Yeah, but you know, I I'll say it again. I said it last week, I'll say it again. I know you think it's a silly rivalry and I think they and they and I agree they suck at it, but I'll take it every day. Just go race each other, for God's sake. Yeah, or, James, whoop each other on the front stretch. Yes. Get it out of your system, for God's sakes. Yep. Just throw down one time, and you'll, you'll be fine. You'll feel better. Maybe you'll be friends. Yep. Sometimes dudes just got to fight. Right. You know? <laughs> that's that's the way I felt that's growing up anyway. Josh Williams said on DBC that when he was coming up, you know, that's – they that's what they how they took care of things he said now they get on their twitter and they say something bad about the guy and they go on to the next thing it's like they get on their podcast and say something right yeah and uh yeah and then invite the other guy on the podcast which um chastain has politely declined yeah (laughs) tough 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 guys yeah right yeah so so dumb (laughs) uh but uh, Denny Hamlin's wasn't the big penalty of the week because as suspected hendrick motorsports uh all four teams uh, and the 31 of Colleague Motorsports were fined $100,000 each. Uh, 100 owners and driver points. Uh, of course, Chase Elliott did not lose driver points because he wasn't driving. Uh, and um, Josh Berry doesn't earn points in the Cup Series. Uh, also, 10 playoff points uh, for all four, of the, five of those teams. Um, so we talked about it last week. It's it's the Hood Louvers. Um, NASCAR or Hendrick Motorsports decided the best way to. Um, to handle this from a PR perspective was to take the, the modern day uh, cheatingest um, crew chief in NASCAR history and parade him around and all talk time about, great. Yep. Yeah. Talk about how um, this is disgraceful and they they didn't do anything wrong. Uh, and Chad Knauss. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, of course, Jeff Gordon. That's what I, I said that. <laughs> I said that in our group chat. Yeah. I said, I don't know what they're thinking. Trot, trotting out the greatest cheater of all time. Uh, <laughs> but sure enough, it, it yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, 
it's like the Undertaker going out there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Of course, there he is. The and then bill, yes. Jeff Gordon gets on the race day show in place of Rick Hendrick, who was supposed to be at the track but was sick this week. Um, to uh, again say the parts don't fit properly, talk about how it's an issue, and then his buddy Tony Stewart pat him on the back and pumped him up and agreed and took a couple shots at NASCAR yeah. while he was there as well. Um, <laughs> the uh, the team. Uh, will appeal the penalty. Um, we're expecting that probably to happen this week. They did sit out their crew chiefs last week uh, at Atlanta because you don't really need a crew chief at Atlanta um, on a super speedway race. So we'll see what happens this weekend if the appeal is not heard before this weekend. Uh, but I think yeah. it's supposed to be. Uh, it's expected to be this week. Um, Am I – so here's my thing, Eric. I'm going to jump in. Yeah. Am I the only one I, – I know what Hendrick Motorsports is doing, and they're they're not innocent by any means but if the manufacturers can't get these freaking parts right and you're expecting these teams to piece these things together is that is that i don't know yeah like, there's definitely an issue there and, and josh williams mentioned it too that there's also the xfinity series has issues too because they they get their door or their body panels from the same manufacturer um mm-hmm. from five star bodies they all come from a single source as well and he said there's there's doors that come that don't fit and there's there's hoods that come that are too low and there's nothing you can how do is, about it. How is this possible? I don't know, but no. here's the concern that I have. Uh, and this was mentioned on DBC. It's it. So Colleague lost one hood louver. It wasn't both. It was one. And it was on one of the cars, the two cars mm-hmm. that they field. Um, Hendrick lost all eight. <laughs> yeah. If yep. it was just a fit problem, James, do you think you'd lose all eight? <laughs> Ah, uh, you know, if every single one of them is wrong, I maybe know, I, I know what you're saying, <laughs> but I could also see that organization being so ticked off by it that they would just do their own thing and say, yeah. screw it. We'll take the penalty if we get caught because this is BS. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, checking sure, by the way, says that he has stock louvers in the shop that if they put them on a car right now, the hood wouldn't close. And that's, and I don't, I don't not believe them. Right. It's, no, I think it's we know ridiculous. that this single source thing is a problem. It's been a problem. Um, I really, you know, James, I, I love the fact that we're trying to make things equal. Um, but I really, really hate the innovation that we've taken out of th- out of NASCAR in the cup yes. series. Yes. You know, I was okay with this sort of stuff in the truck series and in the Xfinity series because they're the lower series. But this is the top mm-hmm. series. This is the series. This is, you know, this is top fuel. These are the guys that are supposed to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, use that engine. This, it, there's supposed to be a lot of money in this series. It's the top of the, yes. you know, mountain. So it really, it's, it's bothered me all along that we've, this whole single source thing. I don't have a problem with the car. I don't have a problem with the improvements, the changes. It's the single source thing that really bothers me. I, I don't like the teams going to Walmart and buying the same parts. Exactly. Yeah. So and these are just stupid, stupid little things. I, yeah. I think Hendrick Motorsports might have a case here. Yeah. Not I think, I think, it, but I think, I think they'll win it. I think they'll get a reduction. Yeah. I think they'll get a reduction if anything. I bet you um, they get their points back. I would bet they get their playoff points back at the, at the very least. Yeah. Because this has not, th- these, these did not race. They were taken. Yeah. That's floor, the thing so. too, is they, they never made it on the track, you know? I mean, they did. They didn't practice. I don't mind but... hit. Yeah, I don't mind hitting them, but I, I just think there was no competitive advantage taken on the track. I don't. I don't agree with. I mean, take 
take regular season points away from him. That's fine because that hurts him in the that hurts him for the points championship in right. the regular season. That's but don't take their earned playoff points away because they're not they didn't they didn't cheat to earn those playoff points. Yeah, right. it's I don't know. That's that's just my food for thought and take it or leave it. But yeah, no, I agree. It's, and it's I a mess. Yeah, I th- I like I said, I think there's definitely going to be a, a reduction at the least. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see it overturned. I mean, there was a precedent last year where NASCAR had to rewrite the rule book a couple times because penalties were getting overturned. So, yep, we'll I can see. see this one getting. I, yeah, I can see this one getting. If something. if they've got a case, if they've got proof that these parts don't fit when they get them, then I can't see mm-hmm. why how they could be penalized for it. Yep. So, there you go. Um, we mentioned Kevin Harvick going to run the twenty nine in the All Star race. Um, I don't know. There's a whole lot to say there, but very cool. I mean, it's cool to see it That's happen. A cool announcement. Yeah. yeah, we've seen we've seen those sorts of things in the All Star race before, um, and you know, it just it's just neat. It's the car looks good. Uh, looks yep. like the car he won with at Atlanta, other than the numbers being in the wrong spot, James. Yeah, um, that's right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, very cool deal. Anyway, we can honor Kevin Harvick. You know, what? I'm surprised. I, I know we've, we're going to tracks that we're going to go to again, but I'm really surprised at the lack of um, of praise for Harvick this season from the tracks and whatnot. You know, he's not getting the, the treatment that Jimmy Johnson got when when Jimmy left. Yeah. I mean, California, we didn't do we didn't put him at the front of the field with the five car run salute like they did with Jimmy. I mean, yeah, come maybe, on, guys, maybe... step it up. Maybe Kevin doesn't want that. Maybe. Uh, you know, maybe. Um, Tough. Tony Stewart. He should get yeah. it anyway. Tony Stewart had a little parade, and so did Jeff Gordon. And, yeah. and maybe Harvick will wait to the championship race and get a you know get a flag and, and do his thing. But yeah, Kevin doesn't seem like the one who wants a retirement tour to me. No. No. So that's hard to, it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't care. You do it anyway. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we, you know, maybe we go back to Atlanta another time, and he'll, you know. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll get that. So we'll see. There you go. Uh, per Bob Pacris, our buddy Bob, James's friend Bob. Yep. Uh, um, NASCAR has gone back to the 2022 length of the restart zone. Um, driver said it didn't help the way they thought it would. Um, so while you probably haven't really noticed, other than the fact that TV's mentioned it about a hundred times, uh, the restart zone will go back to the normal length after this week. Yep. Or starting this week, actually. Starting up. this week, yep. They also, the, the choose line is not, or the choose cone will not be at the start-finish line because they don't give one to go at the start-finish line at the road courses. It will be, I don't remember, somewhere else in the track. So. Yep. So Fox has to put an extra camera in. <laughs> Great. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they can, anyway, I'm not going to yep. bash Fox this week. Let's skip that. No, they had a good week. Fox they, had actually had a good week. They did. They did. I, there are times, though, that we're calling... Stuff that's not, I don't know. They they did good. They did fine. I'm not going to complain yes. about Fox. Yeah. Tony's back in the booth. I like Tony in the booth. This weekend's going to be fun uh, with Kurt Busch and Gunther. Oh, my God. I'm <laughs> are they, excited. Are they going to have to have the bleep button ready for Gunther? I, I, they might. Yeah, you might want to tape delay it <laughs> because he's going to, he's the best. I, they should hook him up with, like, some really fine wine um, and just let him sit there as relaxed as possible. What is, what is the Formula One title? Team principal? Is that what he he's is? He's a team for principal. Haas? First, yep, for Stuart Haas. First, geez, yeah, just Haas. For Haas. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be fun. That is, that's really cool. Just a cool all around having him in the booth. Um, all the, the drivers that are going to be running this weekend, you know, very famous, you know, Formula One drivers. The GOAT's coming back this weekend. Uh, yes, he is. going to be fun at, at Circuit of the Americas. So, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk Circuit of the Americas then, James. Uh, we get to make our picks this week. And I gained what a little ground on you last week. I gained 10 points on you. I'm starting to come back. 
Yeah, my Ross Chastain pick didn't uh, didn't play on out. Play yeah, out and for you know me. I don't. You picked Ross Chastain, and you could have picked him this week as the uh, yeah, past I winner some, of this race. I know. I got some other guys. I'm I'm circling here. Yeah. So I'll well, be I'll be okay. I'm swinging for the fences today. I don't know if I'll have another chance to use him at a road course. So give me AJ Allmendinger for this one. Ooh, well, that makes my that makes my decision easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was gonna. Oh, if you gave me AJ, I was gonna take AJ. Um. <laughs> This looks like a really nice spot. Yeah, I've got a lead. Well, no, maybe my decision's not that easy. <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah. Oh crap. You know, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say I was gonna say Tyler Reddick, but I'm gonna hold on to that. I'm gonna hold okay. that. I'm gonna take Austin Sindrick. All right. That's I'm good gonna one. take Austin Sindrick. He's had a couple of good runs here. Um famously in, in the wet was one of my yes. favorites um well that was, was no that was road america wasn't it yes anyway, but he yeah, had a good run here in the wet too if i'm not mistaken yeah i think so and then yeah he did really well here and then broke because he was running the 33 yes, car that's it yes yep yeah that's right so yeah yep. give me uh yeah give me i'll use my austin cindric here um good pick so i'm i'm good i'm good with that yeah i was not brave was enough really... to go with chase briscoe yet huh I gotta see more out of that. I gotta see yeah. more out of Stuart Haas, other than Harvick. Um, yeah, and I, and I was really eyeballing Tyler Reddick, but I've got some other opportunities I want to maybe hang on to Reddick for here. He's he's still getting up to speed with that team. Give me give me a couple more races yet, and maybe I'll pull him out of the out of the uh, out of the bench. You didn't so. want to go with the Bubba Wallace pick for a road course. I mean, he's no, nah, not yet. No, if I, if I'm not taking Reddick, I'm not taking Bubba. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't pick Bubba on a road course if you paid me to. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, uh, yeah. How'd, how'd fantasy go this week, James? Actually, I I had a guy crash out. I had two guys crash out because Bubba crashed too. Um, I was mad because I, I, I thought I did well. Yeah, I had a I had a podium finish. I probably could have won this week if, if uh, a couple more things go my way. Actually, I'm loading it up, so I'm filibustering. Um, <laughs> just to let you let you know uh, about how this actually goes. But right. It was an, I do know who the winner was. And yeah, that, another week. Dude, he might. Baron Speedway. Uh, he might be a problem. So he, he gets the win, 215. Uh, Miska, Muska, Miss, Mickey Elliott. I have, I have a hard time with that. Uh, that was our second-place finisher, and somebody new to the league this year, and then I was third. Um, Eric, you were tied for sixth with Green Eggs and Hamlin. Yeah. Um, that's good. And then overall standings. So Baron Speedway, I mentioned, um, he's stretching it out here a little bit. He's yeah. the first to the 1,000-point club. He leads. Uh, Mickey Elliott is second, and Ranger, our three-time champ, is holding it down in third. I noticed someone's um, climbing the ladder, though. I'm starting to climb. I'm up to eighth, <laughs> and then Eric, you had a nice, uh, you had a nice week. I, I mean, you know, you're still fifth, so yeah. you're you're doing really good. Um, Green Eggs and Hamlin is sixth. We got uh, some of our some of our uh, contingent from the past few years is still hanging around. Um, our, our boy Sharp Roger, 16th. I wanted to shout him out a little bit, but he's he's got to get himself going. He'll, yeah. he'll be okay. He'll be okay. <laughs> But yeah, that's the uh, that's the fantasy update. I was really hoping I was going to get a win, then Chris Busher crashed, and I was I was in trouble. But I stuck with Christopher Bell. I was going to bench him, but I said no. I fought the urge, and uh, that paid off for me. So I was pretty happy about that decision. Yeah, I uh, I had well, I had Joey, I had Brad, but yeah, I, I but did, I had yeah. Eric Almarola and William Byron both. Yeah, hurt me. And I I had used too many Byrons and I said I'm gonna maybe hold off on using Byron. This I week. had so I, I had three of the top four. I had Joey Logano, Corey LaJoy, and Brad Keselowski. 
I, I, I said to myself, can William Byron win three weeks in a row, especially right. going to Atlanta? I just don't think so. So I, yeah. that was well, my, he was, my, was he was going to be reason. my actual pick last week too. And I bailed on yeah. him. Thank God. Yeah. I, I took, uh, I took Kyle Larson out of my lineup too. I, I, uh, was, I, I just kind of, kind of had a feeling about the Fords. I played a lot of Fords. Um, and that worked out pretty well. Um, some guys I, you know, like I didn't play Cindric. um, could have, could have got some more points there, but yeah, they're. Uh, the Fords, when it comes to these super speedways, it's something to note for Talladega for for everybody out there. Like if you like to bet or anything like that, um, just keep an eye on the Fords. Yeah. When we go to these speedways, because they look like they've got um, a little bit more than the than the Chevys and the Toyotas right now. Yep, I agree with that. Uh, just note on NASCAR fantasy, a uh, good bet for this weekend: uh, AJ Allmendinger and uh, Tyler Reddick are your yep. two good bets from them. Uh, they say to avoid Denny Hamlin. Uh, and Eric Almarola, and uh, Chris yes. Busher is their sleeper pick. So finished top ten in the last courses. five road course races. Yeah, he's been quiet, but he's been there. Yep, and uh, obviously Ross Chastain, he's going to throw the watermelon off the top of the tower. Yeah, um, this week to celebrate his first career victory. And um, yeah, and remember last year it was Reddick and 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 uh, or excuse me, it was Ross and AJ, and uh, AJ got absolutely punted. Yeah. Um, which you, which is not surprising, <laughs> right? So, uh, but it was a great battle. I think AJ runs this race different this year though, because he's not just racing for wins. But this is yeah, I hope his first good opportunity. Well, and, and we should note, Eric, for the first time since 2016, we will have a national sanctioned race without planned cautions. Yeah, that's a good point. That's Think interesting. about that. Yeah, so we will so have... So Denny, uh, Hamlin, have a, Denny uh, Hamlin predicted race. that it will stretch the race out um, during it's his gonna, yeah. race media, yeah. which this is not the, a track that you want to stretch the race out at. Well, that's the that's the biggest problem with Coda is it's so big, and, yeah. and I think you and I have had this conversation before, but it's not like a NASCAR-style uh, road course where it's a little bit tighter and, and more compact and short. Uh, code is very, very long, so it, it can get pretty, pretty elongated. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's going to be better. I don't, I don't know. We're, we'll, we'll find out. I think, I don't know. I like the idea of Coda. I just, the product has been very weird. Obviously we had the rain race the first time around. And then last year was a good finish. Not a great race. Good finish. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, any shout outs this week, James? Uh, two of them really quick. Um, our buddy NASCAR man, um, if you, he's, he's a pretty good follow on the Twitter machine. Yeah, definitely. Um, 20 years ago today, he posted this a little while ago, 20 years ago today, Ryan Newman, the rocket man, uh, ran his 14.9 second lap around Bristol. One of the more amazing qualifying moments in the history of the sport. Hmm. When qualifying used to matter, that was pretty sweet. That's a cool <laughs> so, moment. It is a really cool moment for 14 seconds in a cup car around Bristol. It's incredible. Still unbelievable to this day. I wish, man, I wish we could tap into some some of that nostalgia every once in a while. <laughs> um, and then, Eric, I watched for the first time ever the F1 race wire to wire. Wow. Had it on the whole time. Can you believe that? I haven't watched the highlights yet. It was... Um, here, Hold on, let me, let me guess. It, Red Bull won. Red Bull won. It was interesting, though, because Verstappen had to start in the back, which mm. made it somewhat interesting, but he couldn't catch his teammate. But uh, some of the things I, I liked, um, you're in and out in an hour and a half. Yeah. That was actually really nice. Um, also, an, an enjoyable experience to keep an eye on. 
Max Verstappen is the biggest baby in the history of auto racing. <laughs> he wouldn't park after he finished second. He would not park uh, at the podium at the at the finish line next to his teammate. He <laughs> probably he pulled into the pits. Then while the team was celebrating, um, you know, which they do for him quite a bit, and, and they dictate races so that he can win, uh, he was not celebrating with his teammates very well. <laughs> so he's pouting about that. And then was complaining that he had issues with the car, just so you know he could make sure that people knew that when he lost, that he had an excuse. <laughs> and then with one lap to go, saved up all of his battery and stole the fastest lap from his teammate who had won the race, just to make sure that he was as petty as, as possible <laughs> and got the and got the bonus point for it. It was actually very entertaining at the end to watch all of this. Now, now that being said, uh, that race was over with. Uh, 25 laps to go in a 50 lap race and you could see how it was going to end and it was boring as hell right um but the pettiness of max verstappen boy i hate that guy so <laughs> uh i'm looking forward to kind of keeping an eye on that as the uh, f1 season rolls on so there you go there's a there's a quick you could throw that under my black flags too so um a shout out and black flag combination uh f1 race at saudi arabia unbelievable yeah i so i'm struggling a little bit with uh formula one i haven't really watched it since roman grosjean left for the indycar series because um i was a fan of his i, I just i liked him um so i'm bummed that he's not running formula one anymore so lost a little bit yeah. of interest for, of fernando alonso is really good yeah um and his cars are pretty fast so yeah. that's actually kind of fun if you if you like some of the old dogs okay um that's fun to keep an eye on too he got his 100th career podium nice which i thought was kind of a cool he's only I think only six drivers ever have had a hundred podiums so that's kind of a cool that's cool kind of a cool deal um i know they celebrate that a little bit more in f1 than, than we do over the, on the well, cup side that series will chew you up and spit you out pretty quick too so oh yeah yep so for somebody at the age of 41 to be up there competing is pretty cool very cool uh i hit my shout out this week um i have a couple as well uh i wanted to shout out door bumper clear just because they had josh williams on this week uh it's worth a listen definitely um talk to him a little bit about some of his where he came from and all that and you know i mean yeah it was probably a stupid thing that he did but he's he does a lot of good things um he's handled it really well um and like i said he made a race he made what could have been a really boring moment, extra moment to the race, exciting. So um, props to him for doing that and uh, being on the show. And, uh, I mean, if he came out of DBC without getting fined more, I mean, he didn't get fined at all. No. Um, that's pretty good. You know, the NASCAR just didn't find him because Denny was going to pay it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I tweeted out that I, that Denny Hamlin could sit out this week's Xfinity Series race for him. There you go. Race. Uh, but that, that must not be possible. So. <laughs> My, uh, but I, I did see Josh Williams said that Denny, Denny doesn't even have to pay the fine. So that's, that's <laughs> nice. Good. Uh, I also want to shout out Nick Sanchez, uh, almost getting his first truck series win and his third truck series start finishes second. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that truck was, series yeah. in, uh, essentially a KBM truck. So yep. his KBM Chevys are not too bad. Uh, black flags, getting black flags this week, James. I just did mine with Max Verstappen. Okay. That's my, I did my combo. Black flag, uh, Max Verstappen for just being a baby. Um, mine is, so I'm going to, I've, we all have to go to the bathroom, right, James? And sometimes, oh, yes. sometimes we have to go bad. I'm glad you brought this up. I have never had to go to the bathroom so bad that I forget to latch the porta potty door 
Yep. Uh, but apparently Brad Keselowski does. Yes. <laughs> and he was caught on camera and uh, old Denny Hamlin got uh, probably more than he wanted to see of Brad Keselowski yeah. on Sunday. Well, you got to see, got to see some Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'm so, I'm so glad this moment has become a meme. It's so great. And yeah, Denny's response really to it is excellent. Yep. <laughs> unbelievable good stuff if you haven't seen the video it's it's all over twitter just go check it out you've seen it yep. i'm sure oh yeah oh yeah yep <laughs> uh so yeah that's uh that's all i got to say is uh make sure you latch that door um and uh denny maybe knock <laughs> just to be safe and, wonder, and just a tip and funny? josh williams mentioned this too um and i've heard it before and it is totally accurate if you if you are a fan with a pit pass and you want to meet your favorite driver all you have to do is find the nearest porta potty or bathroom to the driver intro stage, and yep. you are guaranteed to meet them because they all do their intros and they all run to the bathroom. Um, just, imagine... just say hi first before they go in, not after they come out. Or maybe wait till they come out. To I wouldn't wait till they come out because if it's a porta potty, James, you can't wash your hands in those things. That's that's true. <laughs> Hopefully, there's hand sanitizer in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how often this happens. This I would get, I would venture to guess this is almost a weekly occurrence. Yeah, because those this, guys are just rushing over there. This was better than the Brad Keselowski Dale Earnhardt Jr. race at Daytona to the porta potty. Oh, that's a really good one too. Yeah, yeah, that one lives in infamy because they were just all out sprint trying to get there. <sighs> oh, gotta love it, man. Yep, <laughs> gotta love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, with that, James, how can people uh, reach out to you if they want to chat with you on social media during the week? At James Cush on Twitter. You can get me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. Uh, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, uh, and Anchor. Uh, subscribe for new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.anchor.fm slash the Super Speedway, you can leave us an audio message and we may play it on the show. We go road course racing for the first time in, I don't know, like 17 races this season on a road course. I don't remember how many times. With seven few. races, I think, on a road yep, course this a, year. Yep, I think we're seven. Yep. Uh, first one this weekend at Circuit of the Americas. As James said, first race uh, without planned cautions. Uh, hopefully it goes green the whole way just to <laughs> get in everybody's grill. Really be good. <laughs> uh, Circuit of the Americas this weekend off to Austin, Texas. So we'll be back next week to break it all down and uh, get you ready for the next week. Until then, everybody. Let's go racing.